Hi, my turtle doves. How are you? How are you? How are you? Today is July 11th, 2022, also known as 7-Eleven Day, where you can go get your free Slurpee, so I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I'm here because I wanted to share something that was revealed to me, a revelation that, um, so to speak, a revelation. I had been asking God a question for quite a few years. And, and when I say quite a few years, I mean like a long, long time. And he saw fit to respond to me, um, last week. So the, 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 the reason that I wanted to share this is because I feel like it can really, really help. Um, we wonder not, I, I, I stopped to wonder why I stopped wondering, sorry. I stopped to wonder why I stopped wondering why, um, certain things happen to me because if God spared not his only son so that whosoever believed in him can have life and have it more abundantly and if God can take the trials and tribulations and pain of one person and free thousands, millions, I say, well, God, bring it on. Because there are people that are assigned to us all. Some that you'll never meet. Some that you see every day. Some that you don't even know. But he assigned those people to us so that we can be a living sacrifice so that we can be a walking, living, breathing testimony so that we can use everything that he placed inside of us to give him all of the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Um, I One thing that I never do is hide the place that I'm in. And I am, and you would probably hear me say a lot that I'm in an uncomfortable place physically, but spiritually, I know how to hide in the peace of God. And that 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 goes along with my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. So um, I'm just in an uncomfortable place where I am a person, I'm a creature of habit and I like things to stay the same. Um, I don't like too many things to change. So a lot of changes have been taking place. And I prophesied, I would, and, and I would say maybe um, it's July, I prophesied about three months ago that there is going to be a tsunami of shifts that's going to push us into the purpose of God. Little did I know that the tsunami of shifts was going to put me in a place so uncomfortable that I had no choice but to do what God wanted me to do and be where he wanted me to be. No matter how uncomfortable it is, I just say, God, anchor me. God, you are my fortress. You are my place that I can run and hide in the time of trouble. God, you said, and I believe you. And if you fail, that means that your word is not true and you hold your word above your name. So I know that that's not possible. You can do all things but fail. And so that, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the place that I'm in right now. So, um, I wanted to know, you know, because God, we know that God produces tri trials, produce character. We go through things. And as we go through those things, we, that's how we get our strength. 
That's how we get our resilience. That's how we get our smile and our laugh. And even though we have those war wounds, we can still love like we've never been hurt before. We can still offer a helping hand to someone who doesn't have. We can still um, give five of the last $10 that we have. So our trials and tribulations produce our character and makes us who we are. And I always wondered, God, <clears throat> you you around here producing character and you know you're making me what you what I you're establishing me to be what I ought to be. But you wasn't thinking about those other things that was being attached to me along the way. <laughs> you know, my insecurities and that random place of sadness that I go to because of the things that I've been through and the hurt that comes along with it. You weren't worried about those things. Like, how did you expect me to grow um, with all of these amazing things that you placed inside of me? But I have this baggage that's coming along with me. And I was, I, I just was like, God, I've been through too much. It's, it's, it's rough. It's hard. And I, I can't lie and protect one thing that I don't want to um continue to do because doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is insanity is to continue to bury the things that I know are there and just pretend that it goes away what I've been doing now is confronting emotions the uncomfortable ones, the negative ones. I'm looking it dead in the face and I'm like, hey, once upon a time I used to try to endure with you and stay with you, but you got to go. So some things that I've been enduring and saying, God, just please take it away. And God, please just turn this person around. I was so busy trying to live with those things that now it vexes my spirit and I just can't even handle it. I'm sorry about that. I had a little frog in my throat. So, um, I, I was wondering, God, how can all of these amazing things be inside of me? But then there's these other little things that happen, you know, because of the things that happened to me, these things started to follow me. So that brings me to the parable of the wheat and the tear. Um, Matthew 13, verse 24 through 30, I'm going to read through it. And then I'm just going to give you my, um, my interpretation of it and how it applied to me. And I pray that you go in deeper and you dive into it and you get an understanding for yourself. So Matthew 13, 24 through 30, it says another parable he put forth to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, he being the owner, an enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us to go and gather them up? But he said, the owner, No. Lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. So 
let's let's take it back to um let's take it back to the beginning where it all started. It's not unknown that when Lucifer wanted to exalt himself, he 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 wanted to get instead of being the praiser, he wanted to be the praise. And I always um go back to this because this is where your free will was born. Um, he wanted to be praised. And the thing is, is that it could have just been him being cast out of heaven, but there were angels that agreed with him. So of course, if you agree with him, you got to go as well, you know? And once upon a time, that was the only choice you had was to serve God. But God said, you know what? I'm going to give you a choice. You have a choice. And my friend, we were talking the other day and she said, um, when, when, um, not Noah, but Jonah, God told Jonah to do something. He ran, ended up getting swallowed by a whale, but eventually he had to do it. So she said, where's your free will? No, what happens is, is that God just puts you through trials and tribulations until you either submit or you die and go to hell. That's just the loving God that he is. He's going to give you opportunity after opportunity and throw you into trial until you submit. If you go through trials and tribulations and you just hear him calling you and you refuse to submit, I feel sorry because I do, we you not saying that the trials and tribulations are going to go away once you submit and you get saved, but the thing is is that once you submit, it just makes things a little bit more lighter on your heart because you're able to say, God, forgive me for my sins, those known and unknown, those of commission and omission. Father God, I ask for you to rain your peace down on me. But anyway, um, so of course that when God, before you were formed in your mother's womb, he had a plan for you. He knew who he created you to be. But of course, the enemy, he also has plans as well. His plan is to try to make everything that God tries to do or wants to do or created fail. His plan is to make you exalt him and exalting him is doing wrong with your body, saying things out of your mouth and just walking out of the will of God. So you can't have the wheat without the tear. The tear comes and in disguise and it comes to try to break you down so that the wheat does not come forth and produce the bread that it was created, the bread of life, my God. So it doesn't come forth and produce the bread that God planted in the earth so that it can grow the wheat and then the wheat can produce the bread. Um, and I, and I hope, um, making sense. What I'm saying is, is that we go through things in life and yes, um, as we go through those things, we find out that we can be strong because how would you know how much strength or faith that you have if you don't go through something so that it's tested, um, we find out that we can love in despite of being hurt. And how would you know that if you hadn't been hurt, if someone hadn't broken up with you or did something to hurt your feelings? We find out that we are compassionate. We find out that we 
can smile and we can laugh and we can just be there for others in despite of what we go through. And how would you know that if you didn't go through anything? How would you know the difference between God, I choose you in despite of if the in despite of never came? This um, particular podcast is um, very near and dear to me. And the reason it's near and dear to me, and I feel like I can't even explain it to you, how God heard me and he saw fit to answer me. Um, I've always wondered, God, how can you have someone so anointed and be so full of word and so full of this and so full of that. But before I could even say Jesus, I was attacked. Before I can learn all of the wheat, all of the good things that you had for me to learn, I had already begun to see the, the tares, which is weeds that grew up with me as the wheat was growing for the bread of life and for me to be called into your purpose there was tares that were growing and it was being planted by the people who were supposed to protect me the people who were supposed to be there for me but at at the end of the day I thank God for the tares I thank God for the tears because if it had not been for the tears, would I even have a desire to love someone in despite of? Would I even have the desire to try to help someone never feel the way that I felt for so many years before I realized that the reason that I was living the way that I was is because I was walking and living and breathing cliches. He's an on time, and and I, I I call it a cliche because when you go through things, the first thing you say, he's an on time guy. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there on time. You start to say certain things that are given, but when it's time for you to start reciting that meat, you can't because you've been living off of cliches and you don't have a relationship with God. So. Before I got to the point where I was able to see the wheat, the only thing that I saw was the tares, but the wheat was there. And when I say the wheat, I mean the the innate, the innate ability that I have to see spirits of jealousy, spirits of deceit, spirits of anger and hurt and frustration and, and, and different things, but all of those turned into a dark shadow and the only thing that I can see is the sun in people. The S-U-N and the S-O-N. I get to see those things in them. And I I, I just, I don't even feel like um, this podcast is making sense, but I just want you to go back and read um, the story about the wheat and the tear and how God allowed them to grow amongst each other. Yeah, let them grow because if I start to pluck out the 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 bad things, if 
I start to focus on all of the things that um she 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 shouldn't be um before I get to grow the re- the good things, the character, the things that she should be. Um it might break her. I might uproot the good with the bad. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow them to grow together and then at the right moment I'm going to go in and I'm going to pluck out all of those tears, all of that pain and all of that hurt and all of that anger and all of that frustration, all of that, um, um, there's a word for it, but all of those things where she inflicted pain on herself, she or he, um, all of those times that she would, she or he would go into that place that just would make things just detrimental for them. I'm going to weed all of that out. And then what's going to be left is this beautiful, beautiful barrel of wheat now that I can harvest. And now I can create that bread of life so that I can then in turn feed my flock. There it is right there. There it is. It's th- there it is right there. I'm going to allow the tares to grow amongst the wheat because if I pluck the wheat, I'm sorry, if I pluck the tares too early, I might pluck the wheat up with it. So what I'm going to do is allow the good and the bad, the ugly and the beautiful to grow together. And at the right time when she's strong enough, I'm going to then pluck out those tears and I'm going to burn them so that she'll never, for the enemy you see today, you will never see again. So that way I can harvest the wheat, the good characteristics, the strength, the love, the joy, the soft spokenness, the vulnerability, the ability to be able to say I'm wrong and the ability to be able to just look a person in their face and say, I understand And I'm going to take all of those wheats and beautiful things and I'm going to make it into the bread that I need so that it can feed the flock that was assigned to him or her. My turtle doves, um, let me read um, Romans 5, 3 through 6, because I also wrote that down. That's a very important um, passage for some reason. (laughs) We're going to find out right now. Um, Romans five verses three through five said, no, three through six, it says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience. What you say? So tribulations worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. By the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. The Holy Ghost was given to us. Jesus Christ left the Holy Ghost in his place so that he can comfort us, so that he can be the intercessor, so that he can translate our groans and speak on our behalf. And then also warn us in those times of um, basically to remind us of all the things that Jesus Christ said before he left. Um, And then verse six says, for when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Knowing that tribulations work with patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope maketh not ashamed. 
We gotta go through it to get to it, my turtle doves. That that essentially that's basically it. We gotta go through it to get to it. And sometimes those tears look like that that's sometimes that's all we can see are the tears. All we can see is the miscarriages, all we can see is the abortions, all we can see is the abusive spouses and the lost loved ones and the loneliness. All we can see is the tears. We can't even focus on the wheat because the tears start to look like they're outgrowing the wheat. And it's like, my God, do you see these tears over here? Can you help me out? And he's like, no, I can't pluck them up. It's not, it's not time yet. So I say all these things just to encourage you, my turtle dove. Um, we go through things and sometimes it gets rough and sometimes... Maybe we can't even wrap our head around it and we can't come to a intelligent um, synopsis of everything. I told um, my therapist the other day, I said, intellectually, I understand. Intellectually, I understand and intellectually, I know I'm making the right choices. But my flesh and my heart are weakened by the fact that intellectually I'm doing the right thing and 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 so sometimes we can't even intellectually make a synopsis of what we're experiencing um we go through things and it's just like my god was that necessary <laughs> you know um but at the end of the day we're gonna go through some stuff and we're gonna experience some things we're gonna feel things and it's not gonna always be peaches and cream it's not gonna always be beautiful but if you wait on the Lord, he will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings like eagle. You will run and not faint. Don't get weary in well-doing for in due time, you'll reap the harvest of the wheat. And while God takes care of the tares, I hope that I said something that would bless you, something that would intrigue you and that would pique your interest that make you go and pick up your Bible and read the word for yourself just to get an understanding. Say, God, come to me. Teach me the things that you want me to know. Show me, give me new revelation and help me apply it to my life because we're doers of the word, not just hearers. I hope you have the most amazing day, night, week, morning, wherever you are. I just hope and pray that even in the face of adversity, that you stand flat-footed and firm with the full armor of God. And you say, bring it on. Because I'm already victorious. Bring it on because I know the end. I win. In the end, I win. So my turtle dove, I hope you have the most amazing night. I love you. I love you. I love you with all the love that God placed inside of me. You're beautiful. You're amazing. And I just wanted to point out that on Saturday, I went to watch the sunrise and I cried because it was the most beautiful thing. God whispered in my spirit the night before, go watch the sunrise. 
And I was like, oh, watch the sunrise. Okay. So I Googled it and I ended up in this place and I didn't know where I was. I just know that I allowed Google to lead me there. I, it led me, like when I tell you the Google led me to a place with free parking. And then as I was um, parking, I, I wanted to take a cup of coffee with me, but I didn't stop. I didn't want it to get cold on the way there. So, so many different reasons why I didn't. But as soon as I turned the corner to park into my free parking spot, guess what was there? A Starbucks on the corner. So God was my Jehovah Jireh all weekend, providing me stability mentally, emotionally, physically. And then he also provided the substantial, you know, the, the physical, tangible thing that I needed. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I thank God that I obeyed him and I did what he told me to do, which was something to benefit myself. You know, it, it's not like this time he said, I need you to sacrifice your son. No, he said, go watch the sunrise. And because I obeyed that, he blessed me immensely that day with just a beautiful sunrise. It was so beautiful in my cup of coffee. <laughs> that was like the best morning I've had in years. So I, I encourage you that if you can't go watch the sunrise, go sit with the nature and just enjoy it and ground yourself. Bye, my turtle dove. Thank you for listening.